0: company like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families, but what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand. Yeah. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell, Sr. Now, lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. coins. Let's tie Calvary to the money. Because you have to tie Calvary to prosperity if you're going to tie Calvary to redemption. Because it all took place on the cross. And the songwriter said it was at the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith that I received my sight. And now I am happy all the day. Now I got a question for you. Must Jesus bear the cross alone? And all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone. And there's a cross for me. Take up your cross daily and follow him. Do not make money bigger in your life than God is. Do not make money to be worshipped. God alone is to be worshipped. And the way he has designed the system, he is to be worshipped not only with with our body language, just all into it, but he is to be worshipped with our giving. So what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? God doesn't have a problem with us having riches. God's problem comes in when riches have us. Some of y'all are so comfortable you feel like you can go to sleep? <laughs> as long as I'm awake, could you accommodate me? 2 Corinthians, chapter 8. 2 Corinthians, the 8th chapter. Now, I I praise God for this. I've never heard anybody else tie money to the cross. I haven't. Not that I've been walking around the earth looking for it. But if my sins are forgiven through that same blood, and the law brought a threefold curse with it: poverty, sickness, and spiritual damnation. Now walk slowly right through here. the The curse of the law is poverty. It's something bad when you can't pay your bills. It, it's something real bad when the man is foreclosing on the TV. It, it, it's, it's, it's real bad when. You have to borrow lunch money for your children to have some. It's it's, it's, it's L-A-C-K, which you should not L-I-K-E, A-T-A-L-L. Huh? Ain't nothing so blessed by lack. Because the Bible says there is no lack to them that fear him. Be scared of robbing God. He got us breathing and we're stealing from Him. Like I say, this ain't a beat down. It's just to bring some understanding here today that God is not your enemy. He can still stretch a dollar bill, He can still pull bread out of bread, He can still pull fish out of fishes. God is still able to make grace abound towards you in that you having sufficiency in all things may abound unto every good work. Man so proud, he thinks God is fighting against him. Man, listen, let me tell you something. If God was fighting against you, you'd be a little ink spot out there in Miller Highway 80. He could send lightning on a clear day into your bedroom. You wouldn't even get up. God is not our enemy. God is our friend. God is our Father. I say, our Father. God's desire is for us to be fulfilled. And what does it mean then to be prosperous? It means to have S-T-O-R-E. Why do you think people at midnight at Walmart? Because they think that Walmart got what they need. To be prosperous on your journey is to have store. Is to have supply. Is to have every need met. If you rob your next door neighbor. How long do you think you could look them in the eye? Some people so cold hearted. They say I ain't got a problem with that pastor. I didn't look at (laughs) him. So now we come in with your praise. God. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Lord said, I hear all that noise, but where's my money? <laughs> I, I, I hear what you say, but where's my money? We have to integrate God into our finances. Amen. Amen. Brother Frank, I'm so tired of you not turning this mic on. Where would I tell you to go? Alright, just want to make sure you listen. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Look at verse 9. This is a mind blower. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ because you were saved by it. That though he was rich, when? When he was in glory. Yet for your sakes he became poor. When? When he came down here, wrapped in swaddling clothes, laid in a manger. He was rich but yet for your sake, say for me, yet for your sake he became poor that you through his poverty might be rich. Now, now how can we, if the man wants to give us a pay raise and we robbing him, what do you think he ought to do? Now that's a question. If the man wants to elevate us financially and we are robbing him What do you think the man ought to do? Do you think he ought to give you a pay raise? Do you think he ought to, once he finds out that you're stealing from the company, what do you think he ought to do? Throw you a birthday party? What what do you think the man ought to do? Because the question is, will a man rob God? So you think you ought to be fired? So now you really messed up. Because people say they shouldn't report the reason that a person left a job. You can't stop people from talking. I caught the thief stealing. They had 15 paper clips, two ball points. Some people lost good paying jobs. Stealing. I'm sorry, absconding. He became poor for our sake so that we through his poverty on that cross might be rich. So you think because you're a Christian God wants you poor in begging? The Bible doesn't teach that. Beloved I wish above all things that you prosper. The blessings of the Lord it make it rich and he had no sorrow with it. So when you start getting blessed and people got their mouth all stuck out because you got a brand new car. If they don't pull their lip in by the time you take off, run over it. I'm so glad that God did not put our destiny into the hands of man. As long as I'm tired and you can't stop them windows, those windows are going to stay open. God says, I'm going to open up for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Good stewardship, you shouldn't be running out of money. Oh, no. You mean to tell me that God won't out there to be more prosperous than me, and I'm in here praising God and paying tithes and giving offerings and free will offerings? And Pookie out there with a car. When he stop at the red light, the rims keep turning. And you think that God will the gang banger or the hustler out there to be more prosperous than his people? I don't think so. Because when we got hooked up with Jesus, we still hooked up with a very rich Jew. He owns everything. So I don't have a problem giving him ten percent a dime out of a dollar. I ain't got no problem with that. I just want them windows to stay open. Because I know even in hard times, them windows open, not a problem. You talking about bread from heaven? Feed me till I want not no more. You're the only person that can mess up your good thing with God. Because once you put that tithe in there, and God opened up the windows. God sustains us by what we've already done. I, can say, I, need, <laughs> I need to say that again. God sustains us by what we've already done. So whatever's coming, it won't work because of what we've already done. That tithe is an anchor. It's tying God to our money. Well, I'm a long way from being through but, but I want to look at verse 11 and 12, the same chapter, Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 11 and 12. Now therefore perform the doing of it, that as there was a readiness to will, so there may be a performance also out of that which you have. Okay? Look at verse 12. For if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted according to that which a man hath and not according to that which he hath not. God is not asking you for anything that you don't have. Because our God is fair. Well, let's move the word fair. He's just. That means then that he's righteous. Is not a person in here that would tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be a tither. I want to be fair with you and my finances. There's not a person that can say that to the Lord, whereas he won't make a way for you to do that. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So God does not want us in this world living all these years. We call ourselves going into retirement and we still don't have anything. So I'm appealing to all of God's people. There comes a time when you must go to the ant, sluggard, and consider her ways. She has no ruler. The ant has no guide nor overseer. But yet the ant prepares her meat in the summer because the ant recognizes the fact that it's a winter that's coming. You're not going to be young forever. You can be young in your heart because he. Re- we re- 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 renews our youth as the eagles. I got all that. You can be young inside. Though my outward man perish, yet my inward man is renewed day by day. So as I get older, outer, I ought to get wiser, inner. Huh? I worked 18 and a half years at AT&T. And when I walked out of there, I got my lump sum payment over the course of maybe six or seven months. But that was it. I said, that was it. But with God, they ain't never here. Because God ain't running out of nothing. That's just is the Lord's fullness around the world, and they that dwell therein. God to your money and you'll never be without if you operate in good stewardship principles. That cross connects us with everything that God has. Everything that he has belongs to us. That's why he's a good father. He's made preparation for us eternally and he's made preparation for us here on this earth and he's given us victory in every situation in life. We always win. We always win. Your money may be funny today. Your change may be strange. But God ain't broke. You can repent on a dime and God will give you a dollar. That's just the way he is. He's just chopping at the bit. To run your house over with treasures and blessings. It would behoove you to ask yourself a question. Why am I fighting my creator? When I don't have to. Trust in the Lord. And be of good courage. And he will strengthen your heart. Trust him. Wait on him. Christ died. That we might be free. He was buried. Because he died just for you and me. Oh but the third day. God raised up Jesus with all power in heaven and earth in his hands. And he's now seated at God's right hand and he controls the windows. And he ain't going to die no more. So don't be a Christian moving through this world living and dying in poverty. It's not God's will for you. When the world out there is turning trillions and trillions of dollars every 24 hours. Now maybe perhaps we see why the saints didn't win that game. I'm serious. Bookmakers. Points. Vegas. So whatever purity there was in the game is gone. That took place at 12 noon, high noon. It was not done in the dark. No, I'm not a sore loser because I'm a saint. But all that the game stood for vanished that day. That was too obvious. I like Stevie Wonder. I'm not picking on him. But he could see that. People would do anything for money. The love of money. Not money. Is the root of all evil. Which while some coveted after. They have fallen away from the faith. And they have pierced themselves through. With many sorrows. A lot of people right now paid some money. And they got HIV in return. A lot of people. Human trafficking. The love of money. Selling little girls into bondage. The love of money. When you put money in his rightful place and give God his, it's going to keep your life on track. So next time you go to get a, some stuff you can drink and your hair start changing, your eyes start walling up in the top of your head, and you're using God's money, ask yourself, now ask the Lord, are we now getting ready to get loaded, Jesus? Use your money to be a blessing to somebody. Not to corrupt. Amen. Amen. Oh, if you receive it today, come on, get on your feet and give God some praise. Now the question is word today. Amen? Will I do will answer? And so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me. Came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart.